0: If you've got the time, you should take a listen. But if you don't,
1: I would like to thank you all for listening to our podcast. It's called No Worries. If not, my name's Aaron.
2: That was yeah. You know, <laughs> you never know how Aaron's gonna start these things, but that was the loudest. That so was far. for sure the loudest. I'm Andrew Stanley, also, and uh, our guest is here.
1: She wanted to see that happen. I'm glad you saw that, Sarah. Sarah was it worth it, Sarah,
2: to stay for that?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, our guest today is the best, Sarah Hopkins, a.k.a. SayHop. You might have seen her content all over the internet. She is um, here, so it's weird to say all this right now, but she's one of the most entertaining people on earth, in my honest
2: opinion. Didn't know her that well. Now I know her very well, and it, it's she's great. You're a friend and a fan. Big f- fan friend. And
1: she does a dolphin noise. Sarah, hit it. <laughs>
2: That was really good. Pretty cool. Just as good as the first time. It's amazing you can just do it on command. It's really good. I know. It's amazing. Um, Yes. Also, for this episode, we need to give a slight disclosure that we discuss Santa-related stuff and Tooth Fairy-related stuff. So if there's any kids listening, just be aware that we talk about that stuff. Why would they not be allowed to listen to it? Just in case we spoil anything for them, Aaron. What's to be... I don't get it. Are you trying to make me (laughs) do this again? Okay. But yeah, that's true. Um, But um, I think it's time we get into our advertisement for this week. Aaron, do you have uh, our copy? I do.
1: I just heard from the uh, CMO at uh, this company. Oh, good. Well, let's hear from them. They sent over the stuff to talk about. Deep down, we all know Thanksgiving didn't really happen. Our ancestors didn't come from Europe. We've been here the whole time. And this whole Thanksgiving thing is just an effort from Big Turkey to gain some ground in the poultry wars against Big Chicken. Everyone knows chicken is better, but for one day a year, we've been manipulated into thinking turkey is the way to go. Have you ever seen a turkey? Gross. They look like dinosaurs that didn't fully develop in the womb. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this ad isn't really for a company. It's for an anti-Thanksgiving gathering I'm hosting. (laughs) 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 I'm An anti-Thanksgiving gathering I'm hosting in my condo on November 25th. I'm calling it your welcomes ta- taking. Your welcomes taking. Is that right? That's a, Yeah, I, I assume. You assume. Yeah, your welcomes taking is a Thanksgiving alternative where there will be no turkey. Everyone who attends needs to stop by their family's Thanksgiving gathering, take the best side dish, and bring it to my condo. We will eat sweet potato casserole and watch horror movies all day. And then we will sing songs about how the Revolutionary War is made up and how British people aren't real. Then we will go around the room and say one thing we are angry about. Please RSVP via direct message on Instagram to at NWINpodcast. You're welcomes taking. Don't be... (laughs) I said that so bad. You're welcomes taking. Don't be grateful for something that doesn't exist. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, I sounds think I like got that fun... messed up. The
2: CMO of the company, that's for next week. That, that, was, like... that was from me, my yeah, heart. Yeah, that was you. Thanks for uh, for creating such a great event, spreading awareness about something that's clearly very dear to your heart. Of course. I'm passionate about it. Yeah. Speaking of things you're passionate about, um, you recently acquired a new piece of Braves memorabilia that uh, you posted about on TikTok. I did. I did post about it. Uh, so Okay, so your team wins a championship.
1: It was wonderful. It's not something where you used to. Really? Nope. Um, I didn't think about how expensive it was going to be. I bought some stupid clothing that I'll probably never wear, but it, you know,
2: you just see it go online. You're like, oh, that's so cool. i got to get it. But then it's not cool. I love wearing stuff like that. It's like, yeah. Um, some people roughly my age made it a big accomplishment, <laughs> and so I'm wearing
1: a shirt about it. <laughs> it did nothing to help. So I got a bunch of clothes. I ordered a Sports Illustrated framed cover, some other dumb things. Um, and I, I'm on several... Mailing list because of these horrific habits I have. Yeah, they, they, they know that they can get you. Yes. Um, but every once in a while, there's one pops up, and I'm like, all right, I'm not that insane. This one was a Braves Rock, I, like a stone. It's like a garden gnome, but just a rock. Just a straight up gray plastic rock. But it's
2: made from like gnome material. For like
1: 40 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, why? I draw the line at Braves Rock. I don't need Braves rock. That's stupid. You yeah. Know? Um, so, what did it say? Did it have words on it? It said Braves with the logo. It didn't even say World Champion. It didn't even say World Series. No. Serious. I people can get a Braves rock in two thousand seven. Yeah, you could want. probably get a Phillies rock right now if you want. Probably. I don't know why you would, but sure. Um, so yeah, that I, that you know was obnoxious and ridiculous. Had a beer or two that night. Ordered the Braves rock.
2: <laughs> You're. I'm looking at the proud new owner of yeah. a Braves rock. Um And so you can put in your yard that doesn't exist. It was a chaotic night, I,
1: I, you know, and so I didn't, whatever. I got a mystery package in the mail, and opened it, and I was like, "I got the I got the rock." I don't even have a yard. Yeah, it kind of looks like a tombstone. <laughs> it does. It does look like a tombstone. So I've just, I've just been moving it around every day in different places in my house, being like, "Can it? Maybe it just goes on top of the fridge." I don't know. I don't know where, where to put this Braves rock, but I have a Braves rock.
2: Yeah, that's great. Well, the secondary market for that is probably going to heat up. Maybe you'll be able to turn it for a profit. Hopefully. And it it's so light. It's so poorly made. Is it hollow like you'd hide a key in it or something? No.
1: There's no secret It might be styrofoam, though, so you can dig it out a little bit if you want.
2: You could create a nice secret compartment in there and find a use for it. i got to figure out. I mean, it's a doorstop, maybe. Just, I think you just put it outside the door of your condo instead of like a plant. And then people, robbers will be like, oh, the key's probably under here. And then it's not. That's a good and point. That's a good decoy That's place. That's a great idea. And you cover it in like poison, so when they start messing with it, it it attaches to their skin and they die. Let's move on. So you almost died this week. <laughs> yes, speaking of dying, um, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I yeah, I was in Phoenix, Arizona for a show and was coming back on Saturday. Saturday, and get off the plane, and I don't like to take the train. I like to walk. Because I've been on a plane for three and a half hours, so I'm like, I'm going to walk. So I walk from the A terminal to the T terminal, which is where security is, and then I can leave out security. And I go up to where I would normally exit into the non-secure area, and all, like, the gates are down, where you can't walk. And there's a bunch of TSA people gathered around, and I'm walking through, and there's, like, no one around. I'm like, oh, where's everybody? And I go, hey, can I go through? I need to leave. And they're like, no, there's a shooter, like, in the airport. And I was like, what? And they are like, yeah, there's an active shooter. This is what the TSA people told me.
1: Which I saw all this going down on Twitter, not knowing you were there.
2: Yeah, I had just landed. I just landed, so I didn't hear any announcements. I don't know if they made announcements before we got off our plane, but I just was walking, like, oh, the airport's less busy than usual. (laughs) And so I just walked right up to where everything was happening. And and so I kind of go stand over with some of the other passengers that are, like, waiting for their planes or waiting to leave, but everybody's just, like, waiting to see what happens. And then all of a sudden, like, f- through where the security opens up, all these agents start running through through and turn around the corner and start telling us to run. Like, everybody run. So a whole terminal full of people starts sprinting towards the end. And they're like, this is like death scream, like, run, run. People are screaming. Oh. I mean, people are having panic attacks. Like, people are tripping over each other and getting, like, trampled. Um and I'm running, and I, I've, I've some, we all make it to, the, like, the end of the terminal, and people are, like, from the sides are seeing just people running. And then sl- people slowly realize, like, oh, it's they're running because there's an a- active shooter. So everybody starts joining and merging into, like, the craziness. And it's we get to the end, and it's a dead end. And uh, so people just start going out the side doors, like, where the planes are. And so they took us out. um, down onto like the tarmac and then down into like an office like underneath everything and they're like you guys should be safe down here and uh so everybody's freaking out people are hyperventilating having panic attacks and uh so i called anna and like told her what was going on and then they moved us all outside and like put us behind the planes and they're like they won't be able to shoot you behind the planes and like somebody said that <laughs> <laughs> somebody in charge was like they won't be able to shoot you from behind the plane i was just like all right so I'm on Twitter. Nothing's on Twitter yet. Although there's a lot of people that are like, they're laughing about this. This is so messed up because they don't know how it ends. But Yeah, everything's... every Nobody died. Uh, <laughs> I should say that. Um, and then we waited outside for like three hours and then they said it's, it was like an accidental discharge in the security line. There was like a big panic. For, there's not an active shooter, but right. even though that's what they were yelling at us. Um, well, apparently the story is... He, so what really, yeah, yeah. what really happened is somebody was going through security. They had a gun in their bag. Security pulled the bag aside, and they're going through it, and the person standing there is watching a convicted them go felon it. and also had warrants out. Turns out, guy with warrants, as soon as they go to grab the gun out of his bag, he lunges forward, grabs the gun, it fires, and then he runs off with the gun, and they still haven't caught him. So I don't know if he ran into the security area or ran out. They found the
1: gun. The gun was in uh, a trash can at the airport. Nice. Oh, yeah.
2: Fun. Yeah, which no one was going to (laughs) find. Yeah, they'll never find me now that I've gotten rid of the gun. But I think he's still on the lam, as they say. Yeah, so y'all keep your eye out for that guy. Um, But Mm -hmm. we ended up outside for like three hours, and everybody was out there like, there's one guy out there that was in the middle of going through security when it happened, so he didn't have his shoes he didn't have his phone or his wallet. He was just in his socks and, like, his T-shirt. We were outside in the cold for three hours. So those of us that had our bags, somehow I kept my bag with me the whole time I was sprinting. Nice. Uh, probably should have dropped it. Um, but uh, look, we were all just like, do you need shoes? Do you need clothing? Everybody was like, we were like a, we felt like we had all crashed a plane on an island. We were all, like, <laughs> hanging you're out looking together. around who you're going to eat it's first. like, who's the leader? <laughs> Not me. Yeah. Um, and then like another, they came and got us on a bus. It was another hour they took us back around. Um, and it was crazy. And so I ran for my life for the first time. Wild. I'm a little bit embarrassed and I'm not making this up. As I was running and they were like, somebody's coming to shoot us. I, In my mind, I was thinking, where is the Delta Lounge?
1: <laughs> for what reason? I was can't like, get maybe that'd
2: a- be a safe place. And But he, even even then, I was just like, I'm a Diamond Medallion member. I'd probably just go to the lounge oh my gosh uh <laughs> yeah an open bar too yeah, they didn't have one in that terminal though so um, i didn't i probably would have gone in there yeah uh just to be like this feels like a place where they won't come <laughs> no way he's um, a diamond medallion member. and you're sprinting past all those people that are screaming excuse me diamond medallion coming through i think i have priority <laughs> priority exit uh is there a special room? For, for the important Diamond Medallion people? What was your first thought? It was like, wow, every, everyone is late for this plane, and they really want to get where they're well, going. Well, apparently... Cause usually I, if you
1: see someone running an airport, you're like, oh, they're late. Yeah,
2: just a late person. Yeah. We've all been that person. Uh, but apparently, I saw some interviews they did with people that were where I was, and some of the people that were further down just saw us all running because they couldn't hear the initial thing that made us all run. And they just they said at first they assumed it was somebody that people that were just late for their flight, and then they saw how many people it was, and then they heard the people screaming, and then they all just started running. Yeah. Um But it was wild. I got outside and like I was just sitting in one of those baggage carts, and like I was like You're you are sitting in it? You know those oh, like those carts, carts that like it. carry the bags, I was just like sitting in one. Okay. Cause it was, I think I'm like, in the little cart that pushes your bags around. Oh no, I was in the like the part sitting. where they put the bags. Got it. And I was just sitting there and uh I was like like, I hadn't been, like, really that, like, scared or, like, emotional during any of it. But then, like, I started to do, like, a voice text. And as soon as I started talking, I just started crying. <laughs> it was like, oh, as soon as you start making any noise, like, all oh, this is going to come out. Yeah, yeah, st- yeah, That would just happen. So, like, I was like, oh, why am I crying? It's like, probably because you just had the most adrenaline you've ever had in your whole life. Right. Nuts. Uh, but I lived. Everybody lived. There were no casualties. I think some people got hurt in the... uh like mass chaos oh sure i think there were three people whatever. went to the hospital i heard about but nobody like that serious thankfully Jeez. but uh well i'm glad it was chaotic and then i went and did my eight o'clock show at laughing skull did you talk about that right after no i didn't i didn't well, didn't know if anybody died or what had yeah, happened yet yeah, 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 but uh, well, i'm
1: glad you're safe glad yeah. you made it out that Thank i would you. have been so stressed trying to find another co-host i know i was thinking about that so i'm happy for me happy for everybody yeah for anna Yeah, nice try, terrorists, but the podcast will continue. Not today, Bin Laden. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Bin Laden, Sarah Hopkins, you're going to love her. I'm just kidding. She's not related at all, at all whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Sarah's the best. I was in her wedding. Not the groom. Groomsman. Um, Good friend. We go back a long time. So funny. So talented. You're going to love her. Don't let
2: your kids listen to this. Please enjoy Sarah Hopkins. (laughs) No!
1: Sarah, thanks for being here.
0: Absolutely. I'm so glad I'm here. Thanks
1: for driving down. It was it's a good 45 minutes in the car. <laughs> it yeah. was
0: not that bad. It, people like to exaggerate. It's like 32 minutes, according to Waze.
2: All right. Not terrible. That's fine. We've had people drive much further.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Who knows? Who I'm knows? just happy to be here for y'all's catch up. <laughs> That's true. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs>
0: uh, it hasn't been too long, has it? We went to karaoke not that long ago. No?
1: Yeah, I guess we did. You're right.
0: Oh, we, th- we faked going to karaoke. We like went to the bar, looked downstairs. It was too crowded or something.
1: I don't, I don't know. Was I there?
0: <laughs> Maybe not.
1: One of those nights. That was know? TR. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Andrew, what did you know about Sarah before today? <laughs> um, uh, wow, put me on the spot. <laughs> I, know. I know that you guys are old Vine friends. Facts. Yeah, yeah. And the two of you and Robbie all met because you're Vine famous people back before I knew either of you. And you guys like went on like to Israel and stuff for vine. Whoa, yeah, I didn't we know did. you knew that. didn't know that. Yeah. And I, then I've met and hung out with you and Robbie a few times. Yes.
0: I actually met Aaron in person before I met Robbie in person.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where was that?
0: In Atlanta. He came and picked me up and we went and shot some vines together. Like you were with Robbie. Yeah, we were like no, oh oh you're right, you're right. No, was I?
1: Yeah. God, I'm because, ruining
0: everything.
1: That was the first time I met Robbie.
0: Because y'all
1: were in Atlanta for some reason, yeah. and I picked you up at y'all's hotel. <laughs> and Robbie didn't know me. You just got in my car, and I waved to him, and we drove to make vines in my basement.
0: And fast nice. forward, you're in his wedding.
1: I know, which also happened or to our be our wedding, <laughs> your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, that was a pretty good,
2: I mean, synopsis. There's a lot of details there. Yeah. And yeah. Didn't know you knew. I know everybody. I know at least four facts about everybody. Name a per- name person.
0: <laughs> Santa. <laughs>
2: Oh, wow. White. Santa. Santa. (laughs) White guy, super old, has elves. How many elves are there? (laughs) Do we know the number of elves? That's part of the lore? I don't know.
0: I think we know the number of deer, but not the number of elves.
2: That thank you. Mm-hmm. That seems mm-hmm. right. The elves have names? The deer all have names, but they never really talk about the elves' names. Well, I don't
1: think Santa's the kinda of guy to be like elf
2: four. Like I'm sure they had names. Well, y'all, I think they might be numbered.
0: The new thing with parents, to get you in on the parent hot goss, it's not actually new. It's been around a few years, but the whole elf on the shelf thing, they've really created an entire like system around that i passed a house on the way here actually that said this house is under elf watch or something like that it was very intense and yeah. i don't i don't know how i feel about it
1: no it gets too personal Tense. and there's like you can't have this elf in the room with this elf because they have some backstory
2: i don't like that oh really <laughs> i don't know anything about this
0: they were like set up a crime scene essentially in the next morning they're like look what the elf did and they is the elf bad no not it's it's mischievous I will say, and it it depends on your house because everybody has their own elf and you all get to name it, whatever you want to name it or whatever. And uh, like parents will like hang toilet paper from the ceiling fan and just make a mess. And then they'll like say that the elf did it. It's a weird thing.
2: The elf got us again. Uh So you name the elves. So actually the elves don't have names until they get assigned to a family. You know, I'm not sure. So Santa doesn't give them names.
0: They might have a name when you get them because you get them with the book, the Elf on the Shelf.
2: But I, I,
1: yeah, it's 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 not not like American Girl dolls. We're like, this is Candace. It's like when you you buy Candace. yeah, you know. I don't
2: think it's (laughs) that. It's like when you adopt a dog and it already has lived for four years, but you're like, I would rather her be named Charlie.
0: Let's try this.
2: (laughs) Now that she's ours, she gets a new name, and they'll figure it out. Yeah,
1: my uncle names the turkeys we eat for Thanksgiving, which I've always hated a lot. Yeah, because eating turkey is great, but eating kenneth is not kenneth, yeah. that's my
0: dad's name is it <laughs> yes. whoops it like i eat george's thigh <laughs> yeah.
2: I always made it a lot weirder I don't does know. he has he seen the turkey alive or does he just like buy it and then name it once it's already Buys dead it,
1: but always refers to it like we got to get you michael can't. out of the oven
2: like stop <laughs> oh saying God. that you can't <laughs> name something after it's dead
0: are they all male i think so wow
2: wait dude do, do the turkeys we eat are they all
1: kinds does it matter your family only
0: eats male I really turkeys. Have no idea. I have no idea either. I don't that's know. interesting.
1: Is it a yeah. male turkey genocide or is it both?
0: You know, that's equal a opportunity good genocide. I bet it's. Uh, well, I mean, you know, like with chickens, we only eat the hens, really. So
1: straight up, didn't know that. All turkeys. You're telling really? me all the nuggets I've ever had were lady nugs?
0: <laughs> lady nugs.
1: I didn't know
2: that. Yeah, they're rooster. The roosters. Something that makes That's a, that a boy, me or the boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. People are going to turn like real this morons. Off like, this I think be- what <laughs> it is, is, all turkeys are female and all vultures are male.
0: It's like cats are girls, dogs are boys. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah.
2: We figured that out. All right, well, good. We can move on. So elf, what does Elf on the Shelf do at your house?
0: Oh, we do not have an Elf on the Shelf. I can't decide if I want to do that or not because I don't know if like a child sleeping at night being like, there's an Elf wandering around the house causing mischief in the middle of the night and here I am in my bed. Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, he just gets used to, like, strange noises. He's just like, right. well, it's probably just the elf. So right. he just doesn't raise a red flag in him at all.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it. I, I'm glad I'm not even to the stage where I have to fully explain the details of Santa. Like, how does he get down the chimney? What if somebody doesn't have a chimney? You know, things like that. Because I remember when I was a child and I said, how come I get more presents than some other kids and some kids don't get any presents? And what is that deal? Like, why would Santa do that? Yeah. Mom. And she's like, she's like, well... Santa's classist. She said, the parents pay Santa. <laughs> what? <laughs> she goes, the parents finance the gifts. And I was just like, oh.
2: Yeah, it Turns uh-huh. out Santa's not that good of a guy. <laughs> Santa's just a drug dealer?
0: <laughs> He's just in it for the money.
2: He's like, all right, who's got the most money? That's who gets the most gifts. <laughs> it's not a meritocracy. Is. Yeah, that's a a
1: weird lesson in so many ways. I know,
0: I know. <laughs> I don't know why she chose that direction, but that's, I mean, that's probably the easiest way to explain it because what is it? Just like, oh, he's just unfair. I don't you know. You have
2: more room to play, so you get more... St- oh, oh. Right? Santa gives some daddies better jobs than other daddies.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Like, I'm not looking forward to explaining homelessness to Aiden either because I know that'll come up. Ugh.
2: How?
1: So he's what, two? Mm-hmm. Fully two? Almost two. Fully two. Do you think oh, because
2: you... I was going to go to his birthday, but then everyone got COVID.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And oh, didn't. Do you think you'll have to have the Santa Claus talk with him first or the homelessness talk with him first?
0: <laughs> you know, maybe we'll do it on the same day. We'll just knock it yeah, out. What if he think finds out have... the
1: North Pole isn't inhabitable? So he's like, wait, is Santa homeless?
0: Yeah. Well, aren't there people up there? I saw a TikTok where somebody was like way up north. In mm. the, they like were... Day in the life of yeah. the North Pole? Mm. Maybe go through several doors to get outside. We don't
2: know anything. (laughs)
0: This (laughs) is very revealing. Aren't
2: we to the point now that like three year olds have iPads and they could just Google, like, what's the deal with Santa Claus?
0: What's the deal? But there are so many movies that like back it up. up.
2: That's true. I wonder if there's like a Google has like a kid proof thing where like you Google, is Santa Claus real? And it says, like, yes. Well, there's like a... Yes. It says that. It just comes out so of your speakers. That. Yeah.
0: There's a radar thing you can look up like on Christmas Eve, yep. you know? Santa the, Tracker. The weather cha- Does the Weather Channel put that mm-hmm. out? That's very really cool. I mean, if you really want to go into it and trick your child, like you have the resources to do it fully. I feel like when I was growing up, I just thought of Santa as like a storybook character, but I kind of always knew in the back of my mind that my parents put the gifts out because there was a closet we couldn't go into for like 2 months leading up to Christmas. I mean, like
1: That's I watched so many horror movies and that's a plot of like half of them. There's like <laughs> there's a room with a red door, don't go in there. Yeah. Don't go in there. Ugh.
0: Not allowed. But I don't know. I feel like I always knew. I also figured out the freaking tooth fairy because I put a tooth under my pillow and didn't tell my parents. Yep. What happened? Oh, nothing. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> that's Literally nothing. Wow. I was like Mom, you have uh, some explaining to do. I put a tooth under, nothing happened. So. Yeah,
2: because you can't just have Christmas and not tell them. You right, know, not right. do that. She's like, Well, I'm the one that has to tell the tooth fairy about your tooth. I mean, yeah, there are ways around it, but she was literally around. like, I have to pay her. It seemed like you. <laughs> she's like, I think she's going to figure it out. She's two, two more questions away from getting around that part of it, so, too. So, wait, did you find that out? Surely people have
1: stopped listening if they have kids in the car. We'll but... give a warning in the intro. Oh, okay. we, really oh we will should. do the yeah. warning. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good, good. Um, did you find out about the Tooth Fairy and still believe in Santa for a while after?
0: See, like I said, I don't think there was ever a day or a moment where I truly was like, "Oh, I guess Santa's not real. Because I'm the youngest of three girls. Mm-hmm. And my oldest sister is seven and a half years older than me. And sometimes she would help do things for Santa, like put together a bike or something. Like she would, I don't know. Um, so I don't know if I ever truly believed beyond like watching movies and having him as like a lovable character.
1: Yeah. Well, when it comes to Aiden, I said that like Maury. Like, when it comes to two-year-old Aiden, you are not the mother. <laughs> no. I, think, I guess everyone always knows if you're the mother. <laughs> yeah. They never do no, maternity test. That's day. never really up for grabs. Uh, it's not like an <laughs> Old Testament situation. I would be shocked. <laughs> like, wow, was I just, did I have a bad
2: stomach bug three years ago? Boy, I don't, it's crazy. They cut
0: me open and pulled out what? <laughs>
2: yeah. Like these two mothers, and the mother is... <laughs> Maury's just like, we're going to cut the baby in half. (laughs)
0: It's not an Old Testament Bible story. It's like
2: that that John Mulaney bit. You don't want us to cut the baby in half? You must be the mother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I saw him live not that long ago.
2: When he was here? Yeah. I did too. Yeah. Did you like it? Loved it. I loved it. Talks all about being in rehab Mm -hmm. and all the crazy stuff. And he didn't talk about Olivia Munn very much. Which makes sense yeah. now that they have broken up. I
0: don't know. Well, he did say that one thing is like one thing they tell you is to get someone pregnant as quickly as possible <laughs> right
2: after you get home from rehab. Right, <laughs>
0: that's um, right. I wanted to dislike it, but but I, I liked it a lot.
2: Yeah, he's pretty tough to dislike.
0: He's so hard. He's such a good storyteller.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he just seems like a good person. Yeah. Even though that's part of the problem, I guess.
0: He's a troubled soul. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, Sarah, you broke your son's leg. Oh,
0: oh my gosh,
2: we don't do transitions here. I've known him for like eight years. Did he like draw on the wall or something?
0: Yeah, no, no, he it was honestly so bad. Um, for me, just as a mom, because oh, it
2: was so bad for you, was it worse on (laughs) you? I'm so sorry about you having to go through that.
0: I feel like it's my fault, and I don't think I'm gonna ever forgive myself. We were going down the slide, and this is a message to anybody with a child do not go down the slide with your kid and if you do put their legs in the middle and on top because if they're out to the side the momentum of the parent and the child going down like a kid hitting their foot on the side of the slide will not stop you because you're a lot heavier than the child so that's what happened
1: so you're going down the slide together yes i have a video of
0: it it's horrible
1: i see i don't know if i've seen the video but you've posted like a freeze frame Mm -hmm. Whereas he's still smiling because it hasn't hit, but his yeah. little right leg is all.
0: It's the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, I showed it to the doctor, one of the many doctors that he saw. Uh, and they're like, can I, can I take this? Could you send this to me? I want to show this to my students at Emory. And I was like, what?
1: <laughs> Be a cautionary
2: tale.
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, she was like, this is just a perfect example of what not to do. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. But that's Emma I love on.
2: that you had the video. Like the doctors always like, so tell me what happened. You're just like, well, actually, I can just show you. Just what press happened. play right I did
0: there. That is pretty much, I was like, we were going down the slide. I have a video. You just want to watch it? I'm very upset. And I bet so that's I more common now. Having a video the, the of what parents happened. can
2: just be like. Yeah, I mean, we film everything he does. Oh so. yeah.
0: Well, that's the weird thing too, is children are growing up with like being able to have these like instant like memories being replayed back to them, mm-hmm. which is so weird. Yeah. Like your whole mind of like how an event went is probably going to be based on the video that you saw of it happening rather than just what happened in your mind.
1: Whoa because my nieces anytime they see a phone like let's take a picture Mm -hmm. like how did it look and they want to see
2: Mm -hmm. never really thought about that. Yeah because like when you think think about like my earliest memories as a kid I'm sure they're not accurate. Right. But if you immediately had a video where you can go back and now you've seen it three times Mm -hmm. instead of just experiencing it. Yeah. Probably have a better memory. Yeah. But also
1: like, I'd love, like a, to, I'd love to immediately re- relive my mother snapping my femur.
2: Like, that would be great. Yeah, he's going to want to watch <laughs> that on his wedding day.
0: It was the bottom part, not the big one. <laughs> it wasn't the femur.
2: What did... Um, I, I kind of
1: want to see the video, not for the leg break, just for the reaction afterwards.
0: But it got cut very quickly. Cause okay. You hear, like, the cry, and I'm like, oh, no. And then it got cut. So that's really it.
1: Was Robbie taking the video? Robbie
0: wasn't even there. It was my sister and Robbie's cousin. We were at the playground, and... You know what the worst part is is he was like a little nervous to go down the slide. So I was like, I'll go down with you.
2: <laughs> oh, it was no. tall. Never Exactly
0: again. Exactly. It's safe.
1: So oh. now no way he believes in Santa, because if you're like Santa's real, like, nah, dude. <laughs>
0: She's like, my mom <laughs> don't lies believe her. a lot. <laughs> She's a liar.
1: <laughs> she broke my leg.
0: But he still loves slides and he was like not phased at all. Yeah, just Head let me cast. let
2: me take this one. d don't go with me. I'll go. I'll go down the slide. It would be great if he became famous among the Georgia medical community because they all watch the video yeah. in class and then like he sees them later in life. And they're just like, You seem familiar. He's like, Yeah, I'm I'm Slide Aiden. I'm
0: Slide Kid. Yeah.
2: Slayden. That's it. Slide, that slide You're a Aiden? student. Yeah, he's a celebrity. How's uh how how are you enjoying
0: momhood? It's good. It's so good. Um it's so much better now that the whole, you know, the PPD section of life is over for yeah. me. That is that can we cuss on this?
2: I mean, I'll have to beep it, but you can. Oh, really? Go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I we're, don't want to. We're, we're
2: family friendly depending on the family.
0: That stuff is rough, is all <laughs> I'll say, because it is just a whole new level of self-loathing that I did not know that I could reach. But all good now.
1: And there's just no way to really prepare, right? Because you don't know how right. it's going to affect you. Yeah. It's different for everyone.
0: And you know, I truly think, and this is obviously just my opinion and not... An official medical anything because I am not that. But I really, really, in my heart of hearts, based on every conversation I've ever had with anybody that's ever had a child, that everyone experiences some level of postpartum depression, whether or not it's like the full on, you know, like psychosis level, which is a different thing entirely. But like they call it the baby blues, and which I feel like is just a light way to just say it's like, No, you're going to have a little bit of postpartum depression. It's very common. It's more common than not, actually. Hmm. Even if it just lasts two weeks or like six months to a year or whatever. But it's there.
2: I'm sure it's probably different for everyone that experiences it. But it's something that kind of happens as soon as you get home from the hospital. Or is it, it can happen anytime?
0: There can be a delay. And I read uh, it can be up to like a year after the birth. Wow. Which is just wild. But it is very bad. And then there's something else that I found out i don't know if this is even what y'all are interested uh, in talking yeah, about it's fascinating yeah to, okay so um there's something else that is involved that i didn't even know how to name it's called deemer which is the abbreviation for it which i think is dysphoric milk ejection reflex so it's you know whenever moms are breastfeeding or whatever a lot of times they get this like really cool bonding moment feeling because of your hormones and yada 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 but for some people it is like hell it is like the worst feeling for like 10 minutes. It feels like the biggest hopelessness, emptiness. Like you're like, oh my God, my life. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And it's horrible.
1: Every every time you Pre- feed?
0: Pretty much. Whoa. Like uh, I had that and I didn't know it had a name until pretty recently. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm not broken.
2: You're like, I'm not a freak. Yeah.
0: No, honestly, that's, that's like the thing is like, you're like, people are talking about how much they're loving bonding with their baby through breastfeeding and yada, yada, yada. I feel like. It's my least favorite thing I've ever, ever done in my life. So it's, it has a name and it made me feel so much better. Yeah. It was a doctor talking about it on TikTok actually. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
2: TikTok. Yeah. Cause I'm sure it's like, you feel so weird. You're like, I'm supposed to be enjoying this. Right. Like you feel like I can't even tell anybody about this. Mm-hmm. Like that's great. Yeah, because Y'all both always wanted kids, right? Yeah. It was like always the plan. Yeah. Yeah. It- that's
1: gotta be such a weird phenomenon. They're like, now it happened. Oh, what yeah. I always wanted.
0: And, and I I'm always kind of prepared for the PPD. So I was like, give me the medicine. Give me, give me the drugs.
1: At first I thought you said PPE. Like now that that's over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, could you all just not find masks? Or like, <laughs> yeah, what was the no deal? No What inside? was so traumatic about Yeah, that? it's Uh-oh. Smyrna.
0: <laughs> Thank God I had Aiden before. People were giving birth in masks. That, that had to be hard on so oh, many people yeah. out there. If you're listening and you had to do that, I am in awe of you because that just sounds miserable.
1: For sure. Yeah. And being alone.
0: I mean, I see stuff all the time of people dying alone because
1: their family can't come be there with them. This is
0: an uplifting episode. Yeah.
1: (sighs) Hey, guys, can you come to the hospital? No worries (laughs) if not. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. okay, great. Um, Are there, are y'all, do you want to have a big family or is it kind of like, hey, we're good for now?
2: Yeah. Um, What's your plan?
0: My plan? Well, I actually have to get back surgery, um, which is so annoying. Um. But I always knew it was kind of going to happen, and now that I'm 30, it's time, and my back's super broken still. I just recently got another x-ray, and it's not good. How'd you break it? I broke it in high school, Hmm. and my go-to is that I had a really bad doctor who kind of just missed the hairline fracture in the x-ray and told me to run more, do more, exercise more, because it was probably muscular, my pain. So I did that, and then it really broke really bad. Yeah, so I had a back brace in high school. It was so cute. Very cool. Very hmm. cute. Yeah. All right.
1: So, yeah, there's a TBD on that. You were back brace girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, but after I uh, get my back surgery done, then we want to have another kid. Yeah.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Fun. Love it. Yeah, so, yeah. you're planning
2: on staying together with Robbie for that long? I guess. That's great news. Mm-hmm. We like Robbie. I love Robbie.
0: He's a good rib. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I would like to talk to you both about Vine. Okay. Because I didn't never, I never had it. Nerd. I've seen Vines yeah like it's
0: cooler than everyone else after
2: it died i watched a bunch of them right um how did you guys get into it well so i guess sarah you're the person we're interviewing ask you how you got into it and then how did it lead to you meeting aaron like what were the because you guys would travel a lot like once you guys became like some of the top viners Mm -hmm. they would like take you on trips and stuff right
0: oh yeah especially well with vine in particular it was 2% creator 98% viewer so if you were in that creator community, it was like a little high school. Everybody kind of knew of each other, knew each other, had met at least once at some event. But um, I feel like the way that most people get into creating content online like that, especially short form content, is they're either bored or lonely <laughs> or some sort of combination um, or they're like a reality star and they already have a platform. So, But that, that's you know less common. So, the bored and lonely thing and just needing an outlet to just entertain yourself is where I feel like most people start. At least it did for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, same. And that is true. Like, doing those first few Vine meetups, which Mm -hmm. my first one was in New York and like 50 people went. It was great. That was also super new for everyone. So, my friends were like, don't do this. He was like, this is definitely a trap. Yeah, it was before like dating apps or, you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that, that was kind of a theme. It was a lot of people from small towns. Mm-hmm. They're like, this just started as a yeah a way to connect with people. Yeah, and then are just like get jokes or thoughts out there, and then it becomes a little community, and then everyone started to hang out. It was awesome. So you guys would like go to New York. They would bring you out, and you would all already know of each other. They wouldn't they bring mean, us out. I mean, there there's oh, and, I mean, you're Sarah a lot Biden. more than me. No, but sometimes it would just be a social thing mm-hmm. where it's gotcha. like you just have a little community, and it's like, hey, what if we all just went to New York and yeah. meet up in a park? Yeah. Find meetups were a thing. Then there was, like actual events and whatnot. But yeah, it was just kind of meet up and hang out with these internet friends. For collab. A while. Good yeah, old collabs. Big old collabs. Hashtag that would happen a ton. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, technically how we met, right? Yeah. Because like we made some. Vines. I'm assuming the first time yeah. we met. Yeah, oh right? yeah,
0: we did the share vine, right?
1: Was that the first time we actually met? I think so. Okay. I think I, went... I know we we're on a couple calls together yeah, about I think I went into doing... your basement. Sick, <laughs> dude. It's a move. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> gonna come do vines in my basement. <laughs> yeah, and then we did the key one. Your yeah, key. yeah, yeah. Yeah. The that, yeah. We did one, which I, I had a series that was, I was making fun of the Blair Witch Project, but we, it was a pun. Mm-hmm. Love puns. Loved it's it. Shocking. I'm not a dad yet. <laughs> Um, that i know from of. that alone yeah <laughs> your pun levels are dead quality so this was the share witch project which did really well mm. it, it was a big one that comes up in a while.
0: i feel like i had a good uh horror movie screen yeah which uh, i figured nice. i
1: figured i remember saving that one when i knew we were gonna hang out it's so was like she could scream i <laughs> <laughs>
2: <She's laughs> want to come in my
1: basement and scream as good as you can <laughs> well andrew probably
2: doesn't know this do the trick do your trick which trick what? your trick Oh, wow. Dolphin noise. Yeah, that's impressive. Oh, wow. Was that one of like your first big breakthrough vines? I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah. How gonna... do you learn that you're capable of that?
0: Oh, so much alone time. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Were you watching Flipper and just like, I think I can do that. I was
0: inspired Yeah. by the dolphin. <laughs>
2: my biggest influence is Flipper.
0: I found my porpoise. <laughs> my ah! own <laughs> No! I did it. I said it. I'm Pretty sorry. Pretty good. I hate it.
1: But then Sarah's done such an amazing job at making that work like the put, dolphin no <laughs> <laughs> making that one specific thing <laughs> turning vine into a oh, career i mean you do a lot of you other too. things uh yeah but as far as like the actual influencer thing you were uh, on that first wave and kind of yeah. did it right
0: um, sell out as it, it's known
2: where were you living at the time when you started doing vines
0: Wilmington North Carolina oh nice Mm -hmm. I've been there yeah I like
2: like Wilmington
0: yeah it's cool for a weekend for sure
2: (laughs) but not like a whole adolescence
0: (laughs) it's like you can kind of do everything you need to do in about four days yeah probably six if you want to go to all the different beaches and islands and things but yeah I was a news reporter
2: okay cool Mm
1: -hmm. very nice is that was that the plan is that what you always wanted to do
0: be a news reporter Uh uh-huh Really, I actually entered college thinking I was going to be an optometrist.
1: <laughs> Whoa, didn't see that coming. I
0: know, I know. I was like, I'm going to be an optometrist, take over the family biz. And uh, yeah, it's not a thing. I hate chemistry. So I loved, you know, like film and editing and TV and stuff. So I became a radio, television, and film major. Where I got to watch movies. But I never did like broadcast journalism as a major. And this kind of seemed like the easiest route especially because i did the on-campus news and i was pretty good at it so yeah was like yeah
1: that that makes total sense because your content your vines everything you're doing now you're just the most entertaining person and brands know that so some people are good at you know just random like comedy sketches playing a character or singing you're just an entertainer so they can give you whatever product whatever's going on You'll do a five-story situation, and it's enthralling.
0: This is so nice. It's, Thank it's you true. for saying that. You're yeah. a wild card. Um, one of my former coworkers is like, "I don't watch your stories. All you do is sell stuff." Blah 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 blah. He's <laughs> like, "I'm not gonna watch." Do people actually watch this and get entertained?
2: It's like, yeah, but people. What of people's favorite part of the Super Bowl is the great content in between football. Hey, you make good enough advertisements, It's yes, a good please point. Please compare me to a it's Super just Bowl. Just as good sure. of entertainment.
0: I mean, that's nice.
2: I did a show in Wilmington, North Carolina one time, and they put me up at the Best Western Plus. Okay. And I was in the honeymoon suite. Oh! Whoa! I walked in the room, and I was like, "Oh, this is not a normal room. There's a jacuzzi five feet from my bed." <laughs> heart-shaped heart or normal? Uh, not heart-shaped. Oh, wow! Oh. But I don't you know. I didn't even know the Best Western Plus had a honeymoon suite. Yeah. That
0: is I didn't either actually. And
2: I really would have rather had any other room, to be honest.
0: <laughs> All the things there wasn't a honeymoon that there. weekend in mm. Wilmington. Mm. Surprise. Man, I don't
1: so. want to be that judgmental, but and it's not a money thing. You could use that money for something else. Why are you going to do your honeymoon at the Best Western?
0: Maybe just like the first night. It's a you night do it the wedding after the wedding? It's
2: Best Western plus. Oh, yeah. you're right. Don't get I forgot twisted. about that. I think it just means plus they have a honeymoon suite. <laughs> plus this Everything room. Everything <laughs> else is the same. Yeah. There's just one extra room that's like twice the size and has like a... Oversized bathtub that's in the sleeping area.
0: That's so odd that they do that. There are a lot of rooms that do that—the tub right next to the bed. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, mm, I don't like it.
2: No thanks. That's what I get
1: out of the tub and just go immediately to bed. I don't even dry <laughs> off. I don't even dry off. Sheets are <laughs> towels? Sheets. When you think
2: about it, yeah, It they're just thin towels. Big yeah,
0: thin towels. That's it. That's what you want.
2: Yeah. It's just like <laughs> big thin towels. Yeah, you just kind of roll around on one side of the bed until you get dry, and then you go sleep on the other dry side of the bed. Mm-hmm. And then the cleaning people are just like, what happened here?
0: Oh, I can't think of anything worse.
2: Yuck. <laughs> oh. um,
1: after news reporting, yes, you went full-time creator, right?
0: I, well, there was a period of time where... um, So I was a news reporter, but of course you make about... What did I make? Twenty four thousand dollars a year. So Gosh. not great. Uh, barely getting by, truthfully. um And then, so at the same time, I was doing sponsored posts on Vine, and my news director knew it, and he was fine with it because there were some other news reporters that were also like servers at a restaurant or something. So this was pretty normal until uh, I did a podcast with this this little podcast. Uh what oh my gosh, what is it called? Yeah, name names. No, it's uh it's on <laughs> We can edit this out, right? No, this
2: this is the real thing. This is what people will <laughs> listen. We only edit things out if Aaron or I make a mistake. That's oh, true. Good, good. Yeah.
0: It's on um uh, what's the big podcast?
2: iHeart, no. No like a network?
1: Headgum.
0: It's called like it's not called like money talks. It's called um <laughs> Squawk. <laughs> I just made that up.
1: Well, is it <laughs> Money Talks... Paul Ollinger's? No, his is, Smart is Crazy money. money. Crazy Money. Okay.
0: Crazy Money. It's not that crazy. I
1: don't know. Okay, so, it was, okay. so what was no, the show think of, big of it right. the big podcast? All right.
0: Big podcast. Is
1: there something I can look up? I got a computer in front of me. You a just, person? Do you want a name? Uh,
0: no, it wasn't a person. It was... Um,
2: you talked to a robot? You no, didn't like, talk to a person?
0: It's <laughs> literally driving me crazy that I can't think of it right now. Yeah. I'll think... Anyway, I, I... I'll say
2: something I thought of while you're thinking oh, about yes, it. please do. I love the idea of newscasters working at restaurants also. Right. Because so they're just like, hey, this is the soup of the day, and also, what's going on in Afghanistan? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they can do both at the same time. Yeah, it's like, hey, them. it's going to be a, a cold, rainy day. I'm your meteorologist, and also, you should buy soup from me yeah. later, because it's cold. Yeah, come on by.
0: I should have done meteorology, honestly. They get the fluff stories. When they're not like actually doing the weather, they just go out and do the fun stuff.
2: You know, there's never any meteors...
0: You'd think for meteorologists
2: enough. would be telling us more about meteors, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they rarely mention them.
1: That's a, that's a great
2: point. Thank you. <laughs> Something I've been caring about for a long time that <laughs> yeah. finally had an opportunity to bring up. You should you should be a, a sunologist, a yeah. rainologist at best. Yeah, rainologist makes way more sense because that's what most people care about. Or a snowstormologist. It's a great point. Are you, are you a school closing-ologist? That's what we care about. <laughs> yeah, just let us know the if there's thing. school tomorrow, dude, and then we'll <laughs> we'll we'll check back in next time there's extreme weather. Yeah, that's another
1: thing kids will never relate to. Oh, I know. You getting up early. I don't even know because you were four years behind us. Three years. Getting, well, I'm two now years they get older than you. I remember getting up early to check the school's website. Oh, uh, we didn't. See, this mm-hmm. was bottom of the local news. It would do, go by county.
2: Oh. And there's a lot of counties in Georgia. Usually our website, the school's County website would have the information when I was in school. They didn't you know, have to. But I only went I was in to high school, school so
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't think of the name of the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. we th- I we thought bought, we gave we you
2: plenty you of time, so much time. Some hilarious riffing on weather-related you, you stuff. You
1: have to give me a keyword, and I will Google it. What is like
0: one of the most?
2: The common... Joe Rogan Experience <laughs> podcast networks.
0: I was on this little podcast called The Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> um, no, it's like. I guess they're usually like left-leaning as like an an organization, and they have different
1: New York Times.
0: No, like
1: a it's news. A CNN.
2: <sighs> the Daily.
0: I am not prepared for this for uh, this podcast. Okay, so you did this podcast anyway. Okay, <laughs> cut to
2: Pod Saves America. No, it's really a big moment in your life where All you right. did this thing you can't remember.
0: I know, right? I did this podcast where I talked a little too long to the interviewer and gave her a little too much information to work with. And I ended up giving her a number of like what one company was paying me. And so that became the headline and the headline across all these newsroom gossip blogs, which is like, why do you exist? Um, which only people in newsrooms read was like, news reporter doubles her salary with social media ads i was like where's uh, the line is it is there any journalistic integrity left in the world Blah. so <laughs> it's that became the whole story and people were leaving comments like she's not a news reporter she's a silly girl with a microphone and I'm like <laughs> oh it got so deep um but then hr came to me and they're like sarah you need to make a decision like, do you want to keep doing news, or are you gonna you gonna leave us? And or I was the like, thing
2: that makes you money?
0: Right, exactly. And I was like, well, I'm gonna leave you then. And they really did not think I would call their bluff on that. And they're like, wait, wait, wait no, hold on. We'll pay
2: you twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> well,
0: they created a new position for me on the sales team, which is like a different part of the news station. Um, and I got to host like on-air segments and like go to the zoo and that was really cool, but I got to still do the social media stuff on the side. So it kind of went from there and I went part-time, then I moved to Atlanta full-time.
1: That's great. Yeah. How long was the part-time after that conversation?
0: Four months, five months. Okay. Not that long.
2: Yeah. At the time, what was the social media you were on the most? I guess it was Vine was where those ads were?
0: Yeah, Vine and Instagram. Vine and Instagram? Mm Mm-hmm. I was able to migrate a good amount of my audience to Instagram, which was really um, I, sort of rare at the time, I guess. But I made that like a focus of mine. It worked out. It paid off big time. It really did.
2: Aaron, how did that go for you? Um, I blacked out. What were we talking about? <laughs> your transit, moving your followers
1: from Vine to Instagram? Mm, different. I went from like 1.3 million to like 40,000. It's something. Fun.
0: Well, ever since I joined the corporate world, uh, I've been losing Instagram followers. So that's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, I do that too. It yeah, hurts. It does. Every time you post, even if it's a good one. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, you lost 50.
0: Yep. Wow.
1: Wait, why? Because people just kind of, you know, people grow up, so they might have followed a bunch of creators back oh, in the day, right. and then you post and you're kind of. Oh, yeah, this per- I still follow this person? I don't want to know. Right. I don't know. It like happens. You gain followers. It's better to not post at all. Every day, too.
0: But, but sometimes it's like a net negative, net positive. It depends.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just people constantly choosing to accept or reject you. Right,
0: right. Basing my whole What could life... be stressful
2: about that?
1: What is your... Because um, I know you've done a bunch of panels and speaking engagements and right. things. Um, what's your advice do you have like advice for young... Because that's what kids want to do now. Yeah. Be creators. Yeah, they want to be on YouTube. They want it, to... It's wild. Do you have a talk or your points?
0: I would say stop trying to do and mimic what other people are doing. Yeah. Because um, so many people go into it. They're like, this is the formula. I will just do this and it will work. And it, they are surprised that it doesn't. And they're frustrated. And um, they really need to find their own space in the environment and work within what everybody's doing or around it or like make something new entirely uh but trying to just copy someone because that's what you that's what you enjoy and that's what you like instead of being authentic is like the number one way to fail so i can tell you what not to do it's a lot easier
2: for sure, that's what people fall into. Yeah, because on TikTok right now, it seems I'm not super active on there, but it seems like a lot of t- it's just all these trendy things. Like they all mm-hmm. set the thing to the same song, and they, it's like the same joke over and over again for a lot of people. And I'd imagine the people that do those things first or in the t- first ten yeah. get traction, and the rest are just kind of yeah follow-alongs. Yeah it's I, true
0: and then there are some people that'll just like copy it and then that one gets more popular and i can only imagine how upset the original creator <laughs> right. has to be if, especially if they're not getting credit but credit is pretty common and like people will fight for that stuff in the comments it's like credit the original creator oh yeah
1: oh good it's very important and early yeah. on i know I'm, I'm i'm sure you got a lot of stuff stolen like your oh, content stolen yes of course and that's how i mean F. Jerry, censored myself. Yeah, that's an account. Barstool. Mm-hmm. They they grew the, these massive... Was it the Fat Jewish was one? Yes. yes. They grow these massive followings from stealing content. And then yeah. once they have a massive following, then they start doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how, That's what Barstool did.
2: Yeah, that's like, their whole formula. Like they have
1: some solid content now, but yep. they got a huge following. And then from just like, like copy, frat, dudes, copy paste, because mm-hmm. they're posting cleavage and like drinking videos. Yeah. And then they come on the podcast and they have a million people ready to listen to it. You know? Yeah. It's just it's cheap and I hate them. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten a barstool rant this time. This whole it's on our podcast yet. But yeah, I hate them and I blocked them
2: all. That anything to the you blocked stuff. them all. I blocked them all. Really? <laughs> Did they follow? Are they were they showing up on your feed? Uh. Yeah. 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 No more retweeting. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Sorry. I'll stop retweeting all the barstool stuff. <laughs> you do it all the time. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just really relate to them. I just love pizza reviews. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the best. Mm-hmm. He seems like such a great guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Um so not a lot of people have the, you know, content creation side or you know how to do it yourself, but you're also like so good at strategy. So the last three or four years, right, you've been having a corporate job in kind of the strategy space too. Yeah. While so also creating,
0: I worked corporate Buffalo wild wings. Um, and originally I just joined that and I can say this now cause I don't work there, but I genuinely applied for the job out of boredom. Um, Ooh, Sorry. But the original position was like pretty entry level. And I was like, I'll take whatever because I was still, you know, doing ads on the side, still making money that way. So I was fine. But the inconsistency with freelancing is rough. And I was just like, I want to be back doing something with a team. So I applied. And then eventually, I was able to pitch to them to bring in influencer, like management in house. And so that created a title, created a job title for me. with like I worked with the CMO at the time and the vice president and my director or whatever. And it just it worked out really well. And here we are. Now I'm moving on to the next adventure. And it was really great.
1: Yeah. It seemed like a great three years. And yeah. we've we got to work together a couple of times, mm-hmm. which was a blast. But also just seeing the stuff y'all came out with yeah. and knowing that you were just puppet master behind the scenes sometimes <laughs> not every
0: time but a lot of times yeah i was doing it start to finish which i love the negotiation aspect having been on the other side of so many of uh-huh. those now it's just like oh, it's so sweet but yeah. there are so many managers managers are the ones that ruin it for everyone mm-hmm. they really do they will make or break whether i want to work with someone ever again and i'm like love you love your content hate your management can't, yeah i can't do it yeah, because I'm the one that has to deal with you, and like, Ugh.
2: yeah, they're the person you have to talk to. Yeah, so right. it doesn't matter how mm-hmm. great the person behind them is, because right. it's not the person you're interacting with.
0: Oh, I would, I loved it when people self-managed, which is what I did. So of course, I'm a little biased, but I could have this relationship with the creator where I could just text them and be like, "Hey, we want to add you onto this campaign," and it wasn't all this back and forth, yep. and no red lines. And they, I ended up paying them more and they got more of the money because nothing right. was cut out, of course. But And they got more frequent campaigns doing that. So Because it's, you know,
2: this is going to be less of a headache. I yeah. can just text them instead of going through oh, something. that will take two weeks to get a sign off.
0: And those weren't little deals either. Some of those were like $20,000 a piece deals that wow. I was like texting someone about. I was like, hey, you want to do another one? Yeah. And it was just great.
2: Meanwhile, somebody else is missing out yes. on it because they have a manager.
0: Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and that
1: manager is abrasive and be like, um, we don't start at thirty, even though that creator probably would
2: have loved like, to do it. You just turned down $20,000? I was like, yeah. are you
0: serious? Somebody was like, we want 10000 I was like, I will give him $1,500. <laughs> and they were like, mm, $12,000. I was like, what? do you this know how like... negotiating works? <laughs> yeah. and do you I was think like, there's
2: no one else I can get?
0: Sorry, this isn't going to work. And they're like, no, no, we don't want to spoil it. $1,500, we will do it. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's
2: like, listen, dude, I really tried to get you 15000 but... <laughs> We got fifteen hundred. <laughs>
0: I got so much less. Uh, there was this one manager I worked with. I won't name any names, but she was so stereotypical, like from Long Island, very raspy smoker voice. All right, we yeah. know
1: it's a woman. We're getting details. We're gonna figure it out. Oh
0: no! But she was like, "I just want to tell you, my client is amazing." And I was like, "I'm sure that's awesome." You think your client's amazing? <laughs> they were just like, "She's big. She's real big." <laughs> It was just like too much. This like, is,
2: by the way, this sounds like it was just that person doing a crazy voice. I know. <laughs> maybe true. she was like. I'm Cynthia's me. manager. <laughs> She's the best. You want to talk to her? <laughs> She's the one, the only okay. one. Cynthia, fine. come in here.
0: Not too loud.
2: Yeah, that one got the dog awake. You're I'm screeching so on that. So sorry.
0: Away.
2: Um, in the Buffalo Wild Wings headquarters, do they just have wings for everybody everywhere?
0: You know, you would think, but they don't. Unfortunately. They are it's Inspire brand, so a lot of people don't know the Buffalo Wild Wings is owned by the company that also owns Jimmy John's, Sonic, Arby's, Dunkin', and this restaurant called Rusty Taco, which is there are 15 coming to Atlanta soon apparently. Whoa, whoa,
1: about to take over. Don't know get if that's a Get Federico. your tetanus shots. Ha ha, Rust joke.
0: Taco joke.
1: Oh, well, let's not make any more Rust jokes. What? Alec Baldwin knows the movie. Or all right. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah, so but sad. I've I've always been self managed. Um, mm-hmm. Not that it's a hard decision now. No one's knocking down my door <laughs> for brand deals at the moment. But back in the day, because that's how I felt like I could stand out mm-hmm. is that I knew there were people who are funnier, who could do work you know better than me. But I was like, if I can work with them one time, right. they'll want to come back. Or that's what I can control. Is like I could be a good hang, mm-hmm. easy to work with. Yeah, and that's that's something I always tell people if they ask. And the other level
0: is that so many companies are using third party like management services, which go out and get the creators and bring them back. So adding a manager adds in a fourth level to just like creator, manager, company, brand, instead of it being brand to creator, which is so many of the campaigns that I did were just cutting out thousands and thousands of dollars for like a $50,000 campaign, we might get $25,000 worth of content if we use this outside company. Mm -hmm. Whereas I can get $50,000 worth of content and then some because if you give them a good experience, they'll over-deliver every time.
2: Yeah. I don't think I ever really thought about the fact that people that are influencers that aren't like doing a bunch of other stuff like acting have managers. Mm -hmm. Is it managers that represent all kinds of entertainers or is it is, is that a specialty that managers have like i represent influencers because that's like a whole new job right? um
0: a lot of them will have like so there are some that do well now college athletes are even becoming yeah, a bigger thing right. because the whole um it, name image likeness thing is being able to be used by brands which is awesome for them which i love that uh but a lot of people will stick to a certain area where they will like the place to go for like a latin creator or something like that so and they really find that area and then those people tell their friends and so they all get managed by the same person so it's kind of yeah some people are fully just creator managers i just i
2: just it's cool when like new jobs come up like Mm -hmm. somebody okay somebody going to college today is like what do you want to do when you get out of college i want to be a manager of influencers and that's like a real thing now
1: yeah
0: I don't think anyone would choose that. Like, I would like to be on you know, My number
2: one choice. I want to represent <laughs> people that do social media.
0: <laughs> oh, they're pulling pranks. You have
2: a manager, right, Andrew? I do. Yeah. 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 Is that going well? Shout out to Mike and Paul. All right. Well, I guess it's going. It is. Well. I saw them this weekend. And <laughs> then shout out to Mike and Paul. I hate them. I'm yeah. firing them. Do
0: you think they listen? Do they listen?
2: Uh, they've listened some. They've compl- or they've complimented it. Oh no! Nice. Well, this doubt- is a good test. I you're don't on think they the clock, Mike and Paul. If you don't All text Andrew that you heard it in the next month, you're out.
0: Yellow rubber ducky. <laughs> and that's how we'll know. That's the
2: code word. I saw them this weekend. They were in town because they represent uh, Byron Bowers, another stand up comedian. He was filming his special for FX Hulu this mm. week. So they were in town. I got to have breakfast. That's nice. They couldn't even fun. get you a dinner. Uh, they, they were at the they're show. They were well on the roster, Andrew. They, they were helping you. set up the Hulu special during dinner time, Aaron. Oh, all right. But yeah, they should the have.
0: Breakfast meetup.
2: Yeah. 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 Same.
1: Yeah. What? Uh, can you tell us what the new gig is?
0: Sure. So I'm going to an agency where I will be working with one brand in particular doing their influencer campaign. Oh, sweet. Yeah.
2: Fun.
1: hmm Okay. Just a brand. Congrats another, on the
2: brand. another wing company? It is not. Wingstop.
0: It's Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh. It's, oh. A, it's a wing company.
2: <laughs> Love it.
0: I feel like I can't make those You jokes. can't. Don't. I'm not. You are.
1: Oh, it's
2: uh, Sporting Goods. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We shouldn't. We should move on. Probably. There's nothing I'm thinking of that I can say. But I do love Dick's Sporting Goods. They did had all the Braves World Series gear exclusively oh, for a while. So
0: fast. It was like right in there.
2: Growing up in Buckhead where that big Dick's Sporting... Sorry, i can not even trying to say it's that. So really it's difficult really difficult. It's really hard to, to talk about it at all. <laughs> oh, don't um, say the H word either. There's that... <laughs> <laughs> Dick's Sporting Goods in Buckhead that is like three stories high. And it wow, still there. Wow, that's impressive. And uh, isn't it? But it used to be a galleons. Oh yeah, Those which are was big for a minute. super fun. And they had like a rock wall that went up three floors. And we used right. to go there as kids. It was great.
0: Oh, that's so fun! So, I had a rock wall at my 12th birthday. It was like my thing.
2: Whoa! whoa. You, hold, what did you
1: go to like a rock climbing place? No, they, no, they, no, they brought it to my house. It on a truck. They bring it. <laughs> Yeah, and then teenagers set it up and, like, all right, climb yeah. on up. They don't put so those safe. weird little gum looking handholds just on your fireplace. No. <laughs> they just on the <laughs> side of the house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but some people were having like those big inflatable slides, and I was like, no, I want a rock wall. Yeah. It was awesome. Was it cool? Yeah. Mm. That's a big, big 12. Hit.
1: Yeah. That seems like one of those things that's fun for one time or five minutes, I like axe throwing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you get an hour of that, but
2: after five minutes, I'd be like, okay. Like, All right, I've never w- done what that. What else do we do? It's fun uh, for a second. Through it. Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's Like I hit it, now I'm done.
2: Rock climbing is fun, and they have the different routes you can take. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. So you can do it a few Mix times. Mix it up, yeah. We had a horse at my birthday party one time, and I remember on our, purpose. It, no, it was just a <laughs> why it escaped from somewhere, it and it wandered so... up, and I was like, you guys got me a horse oh, for oh. my birthday, and they're just like, like hop sh- on, kids. Yeah. No, they brought this horse in a truck. You know you guys want to ride the horse and we all rode it and then I was riding it last and it was my birthday And I got stung by a bee and didn't enjoy it at all. No. shoot. Yeah Dang. I thought it was gonna be some horrific horse accident. I know
0: I really thought you were gonna get bucked off.
2: No, unfortunately not <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote you know, it have been a better story. I did get bucked off a horse one time at my friend's house. Oof. They had horses How many how many of you guys are just I grew up in Milton okay. And uh, they had horses and then we I rode it one time and it bucked me off and then they sold the horse Oh my gosh! Because they were like, yeah, it's like bucked off. It's like a four, liability. Like four kids in the last month, and we I was either. like, you didn't tell me that before I got <laughs> I on this like, wow. horse. I was number four. Jeez, yeah. you're gonna let me just get on it?
0: Oh, let's test him out. I, I rode- don't know
2: how they sold it. They're like, this horse bucks kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you're an adult, you're good though.
0: To an experienced cowboy, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, my I rode one horse in my life. His name was Forrest Gump. Really? Mm-hmm. It was my senior trip in Colorado. It was fun until I got on the horse, and that horse was a psychopath, and they knew that and didn't tell me. Apparently, I I became friends with one of the ranchers. It was like a twenty-two year old. Did he like to run? He was like he was like everyone's been like, oh, I hope this you know whoever (laughs) gets Forrest Gump is in for it. I got the running
2: joke. I didn't hear it said again. I said, Uh, did he
0: like to run? Is that why they named him? Kept running.
2: Yeah. Um, If a horse has a first and a last name, it's probably psycho. That's true. That's true because they gotta yell it like it's in trouble. Yeah.
1: This horse, you know, it's you're going single file on these trails of mountains and Mm -hmm. whatnot. This horse loved butts, mm. horse butts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it would bite the butt of whatever horse is in the front. What does a horse do when they're mad? Kicks. They kick. My shins were completely black. So the
2: horse in front of you would kick, but kick. it would
1: miss Forrest Gump and just hit your leg. Yeah, it would kick the hell out of my shins. Oh,
0: my god! So I'd be like,
1: I'd look over
2: there,
0: <laughs>
1: and then I would get kicked by a horse in my shins.
0: Oh, how many times?
2: And you can't even blame the horse that kicked you because it's like, yeah, it's just got his butt bit right.
0: by Forrest Gump.
1: More than eight, less than fifteen. Oh my gosh! Like I was, I was, I cried.
2: <laughs> I was eighteen. I would I too. I'm it.
0: surprised you didn't break anything. I know.
2: Why didn't they let you be in for, like ahead of everybody? You should have been the lead horse. There's a lot. They shouldn't have let me get
1: on the horse. No
0: butts to Put bite. Put that
1: horse down. Horse oh, mm. Let out. The That's pasture. enough of that horse.
0: Probably dead. You're very old.
1: Yeah, or, or very literally. Let just let him out. Yeah. You're in the mountains. You know, we
2: need some glue. Go e-
0: oh eat some butts goodness. and
2: be free. Yeah, you bite the wrong butt, he's going to get kicked himself in the head one day. Go find Jenny. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> that was my horror story. Now I'm triggered. My shin's hurt.
0: Horse story. Phantom it sounds Pains. a lot like horror story.
2: So, uh, That's true. Horror story. From well, now on, when you ride horses and you're getting on, you're like, this one doesn't like bite butts, does it? And people are just like, why would you even ask that?
0: <laughs> Do you mean like your butt? Like, you or... don't know what
2: I've been through. <laughs> so You didn't give me a butt biter, did you? <laughs> I'm just like, that's not a, a joke.
1: I <laughs> don't even get it. Um, I'm thankful. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, For you guys? Same. <laughs> I'm having a good time just not transitioning.
2: Yeah. Not that I was planning on it. Mm-hmm. yeah you can do whatever you want dude. we're not getting sarah's not gonna get i support you always job. you Thank hate you. barstool and you're transitioning this is all making sense yeah i'm just a lib um what do you guys think? for this is our
1: thanksgiving episode it's coming out thanksgiving morning which is a terrible idea marketing wise
2: i think people are going to be not wanting to be with their families still pretending to be asleep mm-hmm. yeah and they'll listen to this yeah, true. If you're listening in a room pretending to be asleep so you don't have to spend as many hours with your family, we mm-hmm. would love to hear about it on our Instagrams. On a recliner yeah. or Or our Gmail address, which is uh N-W-I-N-podcast?
1: N-W-I-N-podcast
2: at gmail.com. That's it. Let us know. Uh, but yeah, what are a couple of things we're thankful for? Let's end on a good note. Anybody? Seems, seems like you might have some things in mind. Not
1: really okay
0: he's sarah to you in general thankful i am thankful for my family which i feel like is a bit of a cop-out because i get to encapsulate everybody
1: and for baby casts oh. sorry <laughs> yeah. bringing that up
0: oh am oh, sorry i keep being too loud uh yes i'm thankful for my family i'm thankful that my dog which i guess could be included um that he's still alive and kicking oh
1: yeah last thanksgiving
0: he's fort- with Chico. okay
1: just
0: kidding. Just okay. kidding. He always makes jokes about my dog dying, which is so fun for me. It's been yeah. like
2: five years of those <laughs> jokes it really too. Has. Remember the time your dog died and you broke your own kid's leg? <laughs>
0: great. Always year. fun to hang out with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so you broke your kid's leg. Thank I you. I had a good time. Um, he's 14, and he's he's not in great shape, but he's not bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's still spry, moving around. Mhm. Mhm. Good. No more jokes. I'm out of them may chico live forever
0: oh it's gonna break my heart i've been like silently preparing myself i'll have like a once a once every two week cry just thinking about him dying so that when it when the time comes Uh i'm ready i
2: think i already cried no
0: more tears left
1: to cry because that was always your dog oh yeah it wasn't like a family dog
0: he's like literally my shadow Mm -hmm. part of me
2: cool well, yeah. we'll uh, we'll make the announcement when the time comes. Keep that keep the viewers, <laughs> listeners R. updated.
0: Chico the Pomeranian. A yep. lot of people followed me on Vine originally because of Chico.
2: You had great Palm content.
0: Palm tent. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-mm. Um, I'm grateful for Delta <sighs> Airlines. Wow, they're just a great airline. This... Diamond medallion with them, and they just made my year better. Wow. Ed Bastion. Yeah, that's Big
1: the CEO. One time, I had two to four lacroix at a bar dm'd him asked him when to play golf he didn't respond wow that's why i fly
2: united D- did he view it <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even view it dude well then he's off the hook <laughs> he's a coward he didn't see it. he probably gets a lot of invitations every day and he can't just be looking at all of them
0: does he live in atlanta mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. he might not have paid he says for the, the, like avid golf he's, he's probably a member at every who court. else
0: did you dm that night akon like who else were you A-con? trying to reach out to yeah yeah
2: that's a great reference. That's a great pull. I've, Akon would be fun to golf with, for for sure. Also, Ed Bastion. Yeah. You think every time Less if you were golfing so. with Ed Bastion, dream foursome. a plane would fly over the course and he'd be able to tell you what kind of plane it is? Probably.
0: I know who's flying that right now. <laughs> it's my least favorite pilot. Akon? <laughs> Locked up.
2: No wait. What's Ding. the what's the other what's his main song? Um,
1: smack that all on the floor. Wanna oh. I wanna
0: love you.
1: <laughs> yeah thanks for doing the edited version so i don't have to go in a beep it what song yeah. are you talking about i'm thinking of someone else sean kingston no dang all you beautiful girls not that no
2: when they see us one together. of my favorite tweets was like
0: but it don't matter because <laughs> no, i got you that's akon right does he sing mr lonely see is I that mr lonely? lonely
2: i don't know no well i think that we could say safely we're all thankful for akon we are.
0: And for Google, because clearly we don't know anything. Yeah. Big
1: true. I think mine, uh, kind of on the, the Acon train here, is touch tunes. Mm. That has made my life so much better.
0: You are like the biggest touch tunes fan of anybody I've ever known in my entire life.
2: My man touches tunes. He touches so tunes. I, I just tunes. straight up stay touching tunes. He won't mm-hmm. stop touching them. <laughs> Forrest
1: Gump bites butts. I touch tunes, fam. I'm all up in bars touching tunes left and right.
0: Everyone has their thing. Is this legal?
1: Oh, yeah, it is him. I'm into it. We are going to get copyright Sorry infringed. Sorry I play the beginning of the song with no <laughs> words. Yeah, the, you know that Sean Kingston lyric, the dang all you beautiful girls. That's mm-hmm. so why it'll never work. You got me suicidal.
0: Very intense well, of a song.
1: One of my favorite tweets is just like, a beautiful girl walks... By Sean Kingston, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm
0: gonna kill
1: myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good. So aggressive. I'm just you know I'm an oxcord guy. People know this because I start. Sarah, you would know this because you don't support. You said you're gonna support me no matter what. You don't listen to the podcast. Thanks. Oh but God. we start with uh, I sing a song at the beginning of the podcast. I don't know why anyone listens to it, but I change the lyrics to be about the podcast. I'm an oxcord guy. Love karaoke, okay. as everyone knows. You do. Um. So to impose my will at a bar and make everyone listen to what I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm glorious
0: you're very much like a social dj as well you coordinate i'm an SDJ. And, arrange and introduce people
1: that's true i like to merge friend groups and i like to introduce people to new music mm-hmm. which i've been doing on tiktok recently it's been a lot of fun
0: Ayo. favorite sounds mm-hmm. thank you for
1: that thank you for the braves of course thankful for my health mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. covid hadn't killed us
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's all i got that's really good i'm thinking for the podcast too andrew
0: I'm thankful yeah, for it as well.
1: Yeah. I'm thankful for That's friends, fun. too, that are willing to drive like an hour.
0: It's NPR. Thankful
2: for all of our guests.
0: I was on NPR. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so glad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so glad we got there. It's called Marketplace. NPR. All right. We got there. It was we NPR Marketplace. Yeah. What a- M- NPR got you in trouble?
0: Yes. <laughs> it wasn't NPR. It was the people listening to NPR.
1: Yeah, where they were like Viewers I'm, gonna, like I'm gonna
0: blog about her.
1: I'm glad I wow. figured that out. What a
2: good callback! I Not like to. a like a comedy callback. Just so you finally you got it. And I love it that it you end. just you just as soon as you thought of it, you are just like I just gotta let I this out. It came out. out. Yeah. It was like vomit. Wow, it's perfect. <laughs> well, that feels like a great place to wrap this up. <laughs> Ask your question, Andrew. <laughs> Tweet at NPR. Oh yes, um, Sarah. What is your email sign off? What do you put right before your name in an email? Oh. At Buffalo Wild Wings, was it like? you just put your favorite sauce
0: uh, spicy garlic all the way i feel like
2: in internal emails at buffalo wild wings everybody had like their name and their favorite sauce it
0: really depended on who i was sending it to if i was like upset i was like sometimes i would do the passive aggressive feminine urge thing thanks exclamation part <laughs> exclamation point part um but usually it's Wait, just. is that
2: feminine? that's what i do
0: Thanks. Yeah.
2: Is that is it feminine? feminine? Apparently, I have feminine urges. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's just like to do a lot of exclamation points, right? Right. To, right. So you seem Soften softer. It. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry,
2: I'm not aggressive.
0: My old director had a talk with me about how I need to be nicer in my emails because I was coming across as the worst. Did you overcorrect? Wow. Um, I don't think so. I uh, no no. He was I was just No, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. But I just have a hard time doing the corporate speak. It took I. Before that job I didn't have any corporate experience so I didn't know the whole like corporate lingo. Yeah. Just checking in, want to touch base. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, hate it. Hate it.
2: So what do you use now?
0: Oh, piss off. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um
2: you just type out the dolphin noise.
1: A Lot of ease. Yeah. It's
0: literally just like thank you, Sarah. Wait, do you mean like my name?
1: No,
2: like like yeah, thank what, you what is or your name? cheers or... Sarah. That's good.
0: Um it's just as thank you.
2: Thank you. There you go. All right. Well, regards. And how can people follow you? Sorry, I should have asked that already. Which, At
0: C-Hop, SayHop, S A Y H O. Everywhere.
2: Including everywhere.
1: her license plate her car oh get
0: people to follow me check home. me out in traffic Come on, everyone job, knows All right. i know i really hate that about myself so douchey i don't
2: want to be noticed but i did buy this vanity place no,
0: my dad my sweet dad who i do not think will ever listen to this he was like good news sarah i was able to re-up your license plate i was like thank you dad thank you so much And it was
2: uh, early I, too i googled right? your twitter handle and i let me tell you it was available
0: no it's been that way since i was 16
2: oh wow yeah that's great which makes it fine it isn't like yeah. she blew up
1: online and was like, everyone needs to know on the road. No. I'm true. the dolphin girl. Do
0: you know what's the worst? We could talk about this offline, oh, corporate speak again. But my blue, my uh, hotspot thing is follow me at say <laughs> Like if I'm in a room and you're trying to connect or airdrop something. Ooh, yep, yeah. cringe.
2: It's an ad. Hey, never not working. I like having going to an, an, ad, airport an like, ad in unexpected places. At
0: least one person's going to see that.
2: Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Big fan discovered you at Hartsfield.
0: But I also hate it that I did that.
2: <laughs> well, anyway, piss off. Thank you.
0: Piss off.